0: Um, one of the ministry in the church is without the volunteers, it's hard to function the ministry. And you can see the importance of volunteers in our church. And this is Family Life Sunday, so you can see the volunteers uh, being appreciated today. Give them a big hand, right? Yes. Uh, the youth had uh, celebrated the volunteers in, during the Youth Sunday. Other ministry team will also celebrate the volunteers. So, volunteers that you are sitting there and you're thinking, why am I not called out today? You will be called out and appre- be appreciated. So, let's just get ready for the appreciation and give a pre applause. <laughs> yeah. So, are we good? Right? We're good, and thank you all. Yes, and release the kids, uh, Evelyn.
1: All right, thank you so much, everyone. All right, so volunteers, you can have go on either side of the stage and come down. All right, so today in Kids Zone, in light of school starting, we wanted to have a lesson in the Book of Nehemiah, where despite all the different challenges that the Israelites had, they worked hard and worked together to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. So with the scripture verse, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23, mm-hmm. we wanted to t- teach the kids that we all have the responsibility, the choice um, to, to either be idle or we can work hard and glorify God. So yeah, I guess all the kids are lined up, so we will go in dis- on and dismiss.
0: All right, all right. Uh, aren't you glad that you have uh, uh, you? Lo- aren't you glad you had a lot of teachers and volunteers taking care of your kids? Yes, please bless them. Please bless them. I'm I'm going to ask Reverend Dr. Mathotmi to come up here. Please come and join us. Reverend Dr. Mathotmi is the executive secretary of the uh, American Baptist uh, denomination where our parents were born, where my mom and dad work and served in the region, and so we're glad to have him. Uh, he knows my wife when she was very little and young, uh, and he's visiting us today. So I want to ask you something. Uh, uh, Reverend taught me: um, How many churches are there that you're leading uh, that are under your care?
1: Okay. Before that, uh, good morning, George. Yes. I bring greetings, love, blessings from my hometown, the hometown where my brother, so the pastor, Margaret, and the children come from. And the Lord has been so good to us. The Lord has done great things to us through this family, lovely family. The Lord has blessed so much to our people through American Baptist. There you are. And we are your children. And the Lord is good. That is what I want to testify before I say anything. The Lord is good. Thank you. I work. As I join this worship, as I join the ministry of Brother Asol, Valui, and Margaret and children, I'm very glad to say I serve one association called Hall Baptist Church Association, a product and a fruit of American Baptist. I'm serving 100 churches, and I am the executive secretary, serving the Lord with you. And how many members are in that
0: uh, uh, the churches?
1: Uh, around we have. Uh, 2,000 how do you call two lakhs 200,000 200,000 members yeah. uh, we call it the, but right now the churches we have the active members are 45,000
0: 45.
1: Yeah. isn't that great? Yeah. 45,000 right? alright
0: so um, how long how long uh, the people have how many years how long have they been Christian?
1: okay uh the mission came to us in the year 1896. And now we are celebrating 125 years, 2021. That is what the Lord has done. So in this
0: 125 years of Christianity and celebration, what is one prayer or what is one thing our church can pray for you? What is in your
1: heart? The Lord has given a reason to establish a Bible college. We've been with the Lord... For the last 105 years, but we don't have a Bible college. From where we're going to send out people to like Bhutan, China, Bangladesh, Myanmar. We are right there in the middle. So the vision given to us is that we establish a college from where the Lord will send out workers to all these countries. Therefore, we're praying, and I want you to pray with us that we will establish a Bible college as we celebrate 125 years with the Lord and as a co of the Lord and co with the church.
0: Thank you. Let's give him a big hand. All right.
1: yeah. Thank you. Um,
0: if you want to meet him or talk to him, he will be in the front lobby after the worship service or at the grill, All right? Okay. I want to bring the Word of God today. How many of you are ready? Well, yes. You have been blessed anyway. You have been blessed anyway. I want to make one important announcement today as part of the service. So I would like your attention uh, to this message today, The Messiah's Appealing Community. What makes Santa Clara First Baptist Church appealing to the community that are around us. Are, are, you, are you intrigued? What makes people, uh, what makes your life appealing to other people? Are you intrigued or not? Yes. Yeah, wouldn't you want to know? Yes. yes. So I have three things. There are a lot of things, but three is probably enough for us to remember. Two maybe a little less. I think three is right. Let me read the scripture for you here. Uh, and the scripture is uh, in that day the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious and the fruit of the earth shall be excellent and appealing for those of Israel who have escaped so we want to talk about this excellent and appealing now the word appealing is also adornment it's the adorning thing this you will see that if you read the scripture, uh, when God asked Aaron to make the priestly robe, what was that for? For dignity and adornment. Two purposes. One is that when he wears that, he glorifies God. And also, it provides dignity to the one who is wearing. So we're going to talk about that today, what is appealing, right? As you see, see, let us be called by your name is Isaiah chapter 4 today. In Isaiah chapter 4, let us be called by your name. Seven women were going to one man and said, let us be called by your name. We will take care of the food. We will take care of our clothes. You just give us your name. How can Santa Clara First Baptist Church be appealing to the community? Here it is. One, the first one is, when The protection of God's power. When the protection of God is manifested in us, then it is appealing to the other people. Did you hear that? Okay, when the protection of God is manifested in our midst, then it is appealing to the community. Let me explain this. Let me explain this. So this lady came to me and said, Pastor... I would like you to pray for me. The first day itself. And you may think that I'm crazy, but I'm not crazy. And when I share these things, I don't want to be embarrassed. I said, share. And she said, uh, when I drive, I can see bad pictures in my eyes. Something popping up. When I'm home, I feel like somebody is behind me and squeezing my back and my shoulder and people are talk, talking in my ear all kinds of negative things and I'm not crazy I'm not psychologically crazy do you understand? So I say yeah I understand I'll pray for you so I made a time and date and we went home and I told my wife honey I need you to pray with me so we prepared for a week to pray for this person and we told at the group on Thursday that please pray for me my wife and we are preparing to pray for this person on Wednesday night last Wednesday not the last the pre, the, the Wednesday before she was there and we prayed and we started praying and we kind of knew what was going to happen so we were ready well as we started praying And praying, and praying, and praying. Then suddenly it started. The manifestation came. And she was cleansing her feet. And the husband is so surprised. And look what is going on. Pastor, I've never seen this before. And she has lost her consciousness. And uh, my wife and we say, Say, Jesus is Lord. And she wouldn't say. She wouldn't take the name of Jesus. Take the name of Jesus. She wouldn't take the name of Jesus. And We prayed more and said, Say, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I will follow Jesus. And we said, Jesus rose from the dead. Can you say, one say, fighting now. Right? And fighting. Fighting. My wife and we are now in war zone. We prayed so hard. Asking God to help. And she said, Jesus rose from the dead after great struggle, great struggle. And she opened her eyes and said, what happened? What happened to me? My head is on fire. My hand is on fire. I am so hot. And her husband said, you don't remember? You believe in Jesus? Of course. Do you believe in God? Of course. But you didn't say you didn't want to say Jesus rose from the dead. What? The man- faith manifestation of the power of God in the midst that blew away his husband and one of our church members that was there. What is this happening? Within what, what's happening now is a great testimony for the husband, great testimony for the members. Great testimony for the one who is released and healed, right? In that day, the branch of the Lord is going to be beautiful and glorious. And Santa Clara First Baptist Church is going to be excellent and appealing. Why? Because the protection of the power of God is within us. Are you getting the point now? Yes. So then, what do we do as a church? What do we do as a church? More than the programming, more than the activity, more than the busyness of things that we do. What do we do? We try our best. We work hard. We do our best that the power of God is manifested in this church. That's what we do. That's what we do. That we don't compromise the power of God for popularity. We don't compromise the power of God for convenience. We don't compromise the power of God for necessities. We let God victorious. We let God lift people out from oppression. Wouldn't you want to be that kind of church? Yes, absolutely. And we have to be appealing. Then it's appealing because God's at work. Okay, second point. We go on and second point. So when you see the urgency, the earnestness of these seven women going to the man and say, Let us have your name. What is that name? It's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends. They want to have the name of Jesus Christ. The name that releases people from oppression. That's what And so is he as his name is. The word of God says in uh, Samuel 25. So is he as his name is. You are what your name is. And what is your name, my friends? You are a child of God. What is your name, my brother? You are a child of God. What is your name, my sister? You are a child of God. You are a son and a daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is your name and Jesus is beautiful and glorious he is appealing and his fruit is excellent i want to be that part of i want to be a part of that kind of church and we will strive to be that kind of church only Jesus can promise real prosperity so one is protection Now the promise of prosperity. Because the fruit is going to be excellent and appealing, right? So I was in Texas, my wife and I and our family was in Texas this past week. And my brother here, Reverend Methodmi, he said one thing that stayed with me. Do you know what he said? When you say, God bless America, he has heard this from many politicians' mouths. At the end of every speech, they will say, God bless America. God bless America, right? Have you heard it? Have you heard it? Oh, yes. Maybe some of you didn't want to say, I guess. But when we say it, when he say it, do you know how we say it? We say it as a prayer. Do you know that? When we say God bless America, we say it as a prayer. Do you know why? It's because America is associated with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's the reason we are here. So when we say God bless America, we say it as a prayer. And in that prayer is prosperity, the fruit of excellence, the adorning beauty, the branch of the Lord, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that is totally different from... And God bless America. See? So the prosperity, the promised prosperity, is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth shall be excellent and appealing. Excellent and appealing. And what is appealing then? What is appealing? My friends, holiness is appealing. And when we say holy, you say, oh, oh, I have to do something to be holy. I have to pray, I have to sing, I have to read the Bible. No, it's not a to-do list, my friends. It is what? The Word of God says, be holy as I am holy. The word is be. It means being, not doing. Being. Not doing. Be separated, but not isolated from the world. And how do we do that, pastor? What do you mean that I should be involved, uh, but be separated? This is what we do. The closest thing you can be holy. This is one practice that I want you to give today. Breathe. The breath that you have. Can you take a deep, can you breathe deep? Take a deep one. Do it with me. Just humor me. Right? Just do it again now, seriously. Just take a deep one. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? How many of you have been thankful about the breath that you can take? How many of you have been thankful about it? You know? Every dream, aspiration, everything that you are wanting to achieve in this world depends on this one breath that is within you. Do you, do you realize that? And this is one thing we're not thankful about. We climb the mountain looking for success. We go deep into the ocean looking for success. We go out in the open desert looking for success. We do everything. We look at our degree. We look at our money. We look at our saving. We look at our house. There is one thing. There is one place that we don't look at. What is it? It is deep within that we don't look at. And our peace, our contentment, where is it? It is within us. It is where the breath of God is. Where He has breathed in the breath within us. That is where it is. Have you been looking in that? That's the place of holiness. That's the place of beauty. That's the place where excellent fruit will come. That is where your appealing nature will come out. Because when you're in sync with the nature of God. And you are grateful for every breath that you take. You will lead a holy life. Holiness is not the do list. It is as simple as being grateful for every breath that you take. It's not every breath you take. No, not that one. Every move you make. No, no. Right? So how can we be appealing? When the promise of the prosperity is within us. So when we say, When I was in Texas, when my brother was in Texas, when my family was in Texas, do you know why we feel safe when our sister Honili was in Texas? Do you know why we feel safe in that big, big state where nobody knew us? Do you know why we feel safe and protected? Do you know why? It's because of the church. The church was there to feed us, to welcome us, and to give everything that we need. And we felt like we were home because of the church. Right? That is protection there. And we want to be that kind of church. We are that kind of church. So it appeals to every stranger that comes by here. When they walk in here, they are safe. Shade is provided. It's a refuge. Beautiful picture, isn't it? Don't you think that's appealing? Where church, they feel like it's a home? That where they will get food and coffee. They will get rest. They will not be judged. They will be protected from the enemy and be released from oppression of the darkness. Don't you think that would be appealing? Yeah, that's the church we are trying to be. Every day, every week, every month. Only, only... Jesus can promise the real prosperity. See, the beauty and the glory of Jesus and the promise of the excellent adorning fruit should inspire the Messiah's community, which is us. And the last point, only Jesus can manifest the presence of God. And I will read this for you. Then the Lord will create above every dwelling place Mount Zion. And above her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day. And shining of flaming fire by night. For over the glory there will be covering. And there will be tabernacle for shade in the daytime. From heat for a place of refuge. And for a shelter from the storm and rain. Shade, refuge, and shelter. I was out there shaking hand and as I was coming by this guy came to me he's new and said pastor I felt the presence of God the moment I walk into this place all over me I said what do you mean all over from my head down to my I felt the presence of I don't know what happened if there is anything that we have to give out to other people that is what we work on the presence of God. That's what we try to work hard every week, every month, every year. That should be our spiritual ambition that everyone who walks into this place feels the presence of God. Wouldn't that be appealing? You don't have to say You don't have to impress that person that comes in here. When he or she feels the presence of God, the Spirit will take over, take over, and give him or her a word enough for the day, the next day, and for the week. So, what kind of church is Santa Clara First Baptist Church? We are a church of the presence of God, channeling the presence of God. And we want to show the community that we care for them. So when they come here, it will be a shade during the heat of the day. They will take refuge. During difficult time, they will take shelter from storm and rain. The presence of God is the Messiah's community. In the Messiah's community, it's essential to appeal to the people of the community. Our activity will burn out. Our program will get outdated. All the spiritual, all these physical things that we do, at a certain point, we will be burned out. But the presence of the Lord will not. It will be like cloud by day, flaming fire by night. God is eternal. He is all powerful. He can meet the needs of all kinds of people from all over the world. Santa Clara, First Baptist Church, if there is anything, if there is one thing that we have to do, if there is one thing we have to strive, it is to strive that the presence of the Lord comes through the doorway and the windowway of our church when we congregate and meet in the place like this. Amen? Yes. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. And the little children shall lead the way. And we will follow them. The little child shall feed. So, you have heard from Matt Stephen, my clone. <laughs> who is more handsome more energetic more uh, more intelligent who is still my clone <laughs> you have heard from more than you. oh yeah horror and he showed you the park with this horror music background We want to show the children they matter. We want to show the family they matter. We want to show the community they matter by taking care of our community park. Right? It's going to cost only 400000 <laughs> Okay? We can do it. So what I'm asking you is, we are preparing... For the children yet to be born in this city to grow up to declare the praises of the Almighty God. And one thing we're doing is getting ready. Because this is for all community, including children, older, multi-generational. There is a life group area, meditational group, nice walk, eating table, play yards for kids. It's just for everybody. We're preparing our church for the 21st century. And it costs only 400000 Right? We can do this. One soul, you can't put a price to it. 400,000 and one soul, I'll still take the one soul. God will provide. But I want us to pray as a church together. So second Sunday of September, what did I say? You are going to be handed out a card. Can we have the worship team? You're going to be handed out a card. And there are two things that you can do with the card. Well, maybe three, I guess. But let's start with two. Is that this is a gift that I can give toward our church, being an appealing, excellent church in the community. This is one-time gift that I can give toward that gift. So you can say, I'm going to give $100, $10, or 100000 10000 one time. And then the second one is well, I could give this number over a period of two, three years. Okay, so you pledge to give, let's say, I'm going to pledge $6,000 for the next three years. You can put, the third one is, you cannot put anything. I mean, I didn't want to say that, but I guess <laughs> I have to say that too, right? And the last Sunday of September. The last Sunday of September is our Harvest Sunday. Which means you bring in the card on that Sunday. Oh, hallelujah. I look forward to that. And we will count the fruit of what we get. And we say, oh, praise the Lord. We receive 500,000. Right? And we'll all clap. <laughs> yes. That's what's going to happen. And we're going to have our community park by the summer of 2020 right the summer of 2020 so can you please go and look in your drawer and uh, like the bond that you have not used and just lying there can you give it to the church i mean you you don't need it anyway <laughs> right and some of you have got a lot of um, jewelry a ju- jewelry <laughs> <laughs> julia because yes They brought gold erring to build the golden calf that Aaron made, right? It's better for community park. (laughs) So bring your jewelry and diamond too. Okay. All right. We'll use it. Um, How do you feel about that when you hear it? How do you feel? Yeah? I mean, how do you really feel? Do you feel that we should do this? Yeah? Yes. All right. They like it, Sharon. (laughs) Um, So today will be the day, again, you're building up on Matt as we worship. Let the Lord speak to you. How can I be an appealing person to my friends, to the workers, where I am? And you can be an appealing person when they know that God has protected you, when God has prospered you. And when the presence of the Lord goes with you, you are an appealing person. Did you hear that? You are an appealing individual. When the protection of God goes with you, when the prosperity of God goes with you, and when the presence of the Lord goes with you everywhere, then you are beautiful and appealing and excellent in the eyes of God. Let's go do that today, this week. Let's be on our feet.